successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello everyone and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I am your host Jason Grill. Thanks for listening on 980 AM or on iTunes via podcast. You can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill on social media. Just search for my name. And we are online at grillnationshow.com where you can find podcasts of all of our shows and all of our guests as well. This is going to be an interesting show today. I am uh, joined by Sayer Parrish from Landmark National Bank. She's a vice president at the bank. Her web, her uh, The website of the bank is banklandmark.com, and Sarah and I are going to be talking to a strong female leader in our region, Diana Holt, who is the CEO and president of Wilkerson Crane. Wilkerson Crane is uh, a company that I have learned a lot about in the research for this show. Their website is wilkersoncranerental.com. They're working on so many projects throughout the Midwest. They're storing uh, huge pieces of equipment. They're, they're, they're got so many different services they offer. We're going to talk to her about, you know, what Wilkerson Crane does, but also really break into um, what it's like to be a female uh, leader in a very male-dominated area, um, how the company was acquired, what she learned through acquiring it, uh, you know, all the different parts of, of growth and challenges through our acquisition and to today where revenues are the highest they've ever been. Just a really cool entrepreneurial story uh, with Diana Holt, and uh, we're going to bring her on here in the second segment. But first, let's start with Sayard. Sayard, uh, what's up? How are you? I'm well. I'm glad to be here, Jason. Good, Good to, to see, see you. you. Thank you for joining us. We're going to have a great guest today. Let's talk about a little bit about, before we get to Diana, kind of what's been going on in the banking world. I know that uh, the last time I talked to you personally was in June uh, with another great show that we did. Uh, what's kind of changed as we kind of passed through the summer of 2020 and, and now kind of are in the fourth quarter? Uh, through all the different pandemic and, and COVID-related issues for you and the bank. I mean, I know you guys have been on the front lines with many great people and great companies throughout all of this. What, what's changed? What have you learned? What's what's next? Right. Yeah, I would say, you know, the first half of the year, really, um, with the with the shutdown and what people were focused on kind of reactive decisions to, to this this unknown pandemic and we've really shifted those conversations that we're having with clients and, and friends to uh, the bank um, to really how they can be proactive. Um, there's still a lot of uncertainty of what 2021 is going to look like and beyond. Um, but now that we're kind of past that initial urgency behind, um, you know, making decisions, um, you know, for safety and for your workforce and how, you know, moving forward, um, it's settled in a little bit where, where folks are trying to plan for the future. And I think each, each industry and each, um, business has been affected in, in, in kind of very specific ways. Um, but, it, and so for some, you know, they're continuing 
to merge with other businesses. Maybe that was on the radar pre-COVID, um, and and they've continued down that path because it adds another business line and really strengthens their business. Um, we've seen quite a bit still of acquisition activity as well for the same, you know, just to to kind of either strengthen their revenue or or add a different revenue line, um, and those things make sense. Um, for companies like Diana's, you know, equipment purchases continue to be front and center as they plan for the future and, and um, you know, having having what they need to position themselves best. Um, so, you know, we, we've kind of there, there's still some programs out there like idle, but um, a lot of a lot of that stimulus initially has kind of subsided and there hasn't been any new legislation. But we're continuing to hear that there's talks of that. And um, while while those things shouldn't be the conversations we're having is that those shouldn't be the thing that puts you over the edge to make a decision. But, um, you know, we do think that if some of that stuff passes, then it'll continue to spur some business um have, have you guys, I mean, it, it's, it's, have you seen, um, has it been, a, have most of the companies kind of weathered the storm so far as far as that you've worked with as far as? It, it does. There's definitely specific industries that are just struggling more than most that they're what just, are some of those? um, event-based businesses, you know, restaurants still, you know, there's an unknown of what happens, you know, when the weather turns cold and you don't have this outdoor seating available. Propane gas things, we're going to see. A yeah, lot, I think, on <laughs> the, the heater market is going to go exploding, right? So there's definitely some industries that are that are still struggling, but for the most part, I would say the folks that we we speak to have kind of weathered the storm and are just kind of settling into, okay, what what could the new norm look like, or maybe you know, business has changed, or in some cases even grown in in industries. Um, as, as demand has changed from consumers. And um, so, so, you know, it's, it's kind of individual by business um, what, what the go forward plan is, but they've weathered it thus far. Yeah. There will be, I think, um, you know, some legislation passed at some point, whether it's pre, pre-election, probably not, but, you know, there are bills being filed and I, I check that every day with what I do in my career. And, uh, you know, we'll see something. It's just a matter of it's going to be in, in, October, if it's going to be in 2021, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, but you mentioned 2021, people are kind of planning that out. And it's good to hear that most industries are surviving right now. Um, you know, I think that New York City and other cities that are larger have already kind of made the outdoor dining permanent or going to through ordinances um, just because, you know, it's something that's worked uh, through the mm-hmm. pandemic. So that, if there's one positive, I guess, even though we're a, four season city, we will have a, or region, we will have more of that outdoor dining uh, that will live on, I think. And like you said, I mean, you're going to have to have a tent up or something because it is going to get cold here soon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Diana is our guest. Um, Tell us a little bit about Diana Holt, CEO and president of Wilkerson Crane. I know you work with her for around a year. They're uh, kind of a really niche uh, as far as a crane uh, and what they do with their services make it to the general public, but I mean, they're working on projects all over the Midwest. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an integral part of any kind of construction project, but um, yeah, I got to know Diana about a year ago, and I've just been inspired by her story of acquiring a business that had a long history and kind of how she's taken that and, and, and maintained kind of the roots of being um, 
kind of raised right and kept that history um, but and that good reputation that the company had, but she's continued to leverage the expertise and the specialized training. There's hours and hours of specialized training that goes into um, goes into running cranes, and she's leveraged that along with um, you know expanding her her equipment and and really positioned the company to be an even stronger player in the market. And I just find um, find her story really fascinating. And I, I think it's great because um, this will be a new person, I think, for most of our listeners and company. Because you know, unless you're building stuff or fixing wind turbines and, and, and building sports stadiums and you know high rises or name your construction project, maybe you haven't really thought about the crane world. But her story is going to be very interesting to hear about from uh, you know being a, a freelance carpenter to owning a and running a huge company. That has putting itself into a new headquarters here soon. That's that's revenue's gone up, and that has many projects happening throughout the whole Midwest. We're not talking about Missouri and Kansas. We're talking about you know from North Dakota to Oklahoma. And so I'm really interested to hear from Diana to hear her story, and I think the listeners will be as well. I, I really appreciate Sayard Parish from Landmark National Bank, BankLandmark.com for joining us. We're going to be right back after the break with Diana Holt. CEO and president of Wilkerson Crane Rental. Their website is wilkersoncranerental.com. Thanks for joining us today on the Grill Nation show. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation show. It's great to be back. Great first segment today. I am your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me again today on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast or on our website, grillnationshow.com. You can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. I appreciate uh, everyone joining us again. Uh, we had a great first segment today with Sayard Parrish from Landmark National Bank. I really appreciate them joining me each and every month with a awesome, awesome guest. And today is no different. We're going to have a really unique show, something I, uh, you know, I don't know much about the crane industry, but this is going to be more about, uh, well, the crane industry and, and, and Wilkerson Crane, but also about um, some of the some of the interesting stories that Diana Hold is going to share with us in regards to acquiring a business, growing a business, being a uh, president and CEO, a female president and CEO, and a, a male dominated industry. A lot of interesting topics today. So I want to hand it over to Sayard for our introduction of our guest today. Uh, take it away. I'm thrilled to um, have introduced Diana Holt. She's the CEO and president of Wilkerson Crane Rental. And um, she has a lot of inspiring stories to tell as an entrepreneur and, and her journey as a business owner. And I'm thrilled to have her with us today. Well, Diana, welcome to the show. And thanks for the introduction. Um, First off, let's learn a little about you. Uh, tell us where you're from, your background, and then we'll, we'll we'll take off with the company, if you would. I'm Diana. Thank you for having me on. I grew up right here in the Kansas City area and actually have been here. I went away to college for just a little bit um, and then ended up moving back here. So um, started out after I graduated, I went and I was actually an art major and after graduating with a degree in industrial design, um, came back. So, <laughs> so, so <laughs> a lot of stuff happened in between. Now, how did you, yeah. uh, how did you, I, I know I read through your bio. I know that you did some freelance uh, carpentry. 
So, Correct. Was, so that kind of led into your, your, your love of construction and, and projects, I would assume. Correct. Um, I actually was able to stay home with my kids off and on, which is where the freelance work came in. And so it was a great opportunity. I always loved building. I loved construction. Um, so I always stayed close to doing those things. A lot of home renovations tend to be what I went towards. And then I also worked for um, a theater for a few years and I did all other sets. I worked under um, a master carpenter and learned so much. And um, I don't know, just kind of was always in the industry. And then, you know, some of my family was and my husband and um, father-in-law. So it was, it was just something that I was always around and very comfortable in. I mean, I, I tried to take shop in, in uh, high school, but I got told to go take home ec. So, (laughs) so, um, and I'm not a good cook at all. So that didn't turn out either. (laughs) You know, it's because like nowadays, I don't even know if those types of things are taught as far as, um, shop. I mean, maybe they are in high school. I don't know, but I know someone in college and technical, but I don't know if in high school that even happens anymore. It should. I feel like it's a good resource. I wish I knew how to fix my house and and do all the things that you were talking about. I mean, I know that the, the, uh, the freelancers and the contractors and all the folks out there are just, uh, I mean, whenever I meet one, I'm, I'm amazed at all the different things that they know how to do, whether it's electric, electricity and, uh, building and carpentry. I mean, it's uh, it's a good skill straight skill trait to have, which kind of you kind of built before you kind of uh, jumped in feet first into uh, Wilkerson Crane uh, Rental. How did that happen? I mean, tell us about that. You mentioned your husband was part of this journey too. Yes. So he was a crane operator since he was eighteen. He went straight into the union, and um, he worked at the original. Well, I don't even know if it was the original. It had been bought so many times, but one of the Wilkerson crane rentals. And um, so he was an operator for them for years. My father-in-law was the manager over there and ran ran it at the time. And through that process, um, with Wilkerson being bought so many times, it was eventually just being sold to a larger company and they were liquidating all the assets because they didn't really need the crane side of it. They just wanted the aggregate side of the company. And so within this process, my husband didn't want to go work for any competitors because that, you know, that was just not an option for him. And I was actually trying to start another business at the time and stop doing that. I was like, well, let's look and see what we can do. He was like, maybe we could just find one crane because all these cranes were going to auction. So I had met with, with an advisor and because um, if it was the current one I was working with about my plan for what I, you know, another project I was working on. So within that process, the advisor had just really told me that you want to maintain the whole market that, that Wilkerson already had. You don't want to come in with just one piece of equipment because if you do that, you're going to be fighting to make a name all the time. You know, you're just never going to be able to gain that back because all your competitors would have filled in the gaps already. That being said, I just started looking at SBA loans and it all happened really fast. I was able to get some numbers, some information um, to, to know that this company made money. So being able to do that was, was a huge part to take to a bank, obviously, 
get an SBA loan. And honestly, I never thought that I was going to get the loan. We were paycheck to paycheck. You know, I, my main, my income was not really a main income. That was just extra income. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I just wanted to be able to say, yes, I've tried everything I can to see about getting, you know, what my husband wanted to do and feel good at the end of the day about that I tried. Well, then they came back and they said, yes. And it was just like, oh my goodness, <laughs> now I'm starting a business. <laughs> Which, is that, is that normal, a Sayard in your world? I mean, I, story. <laughs> I think it is, you know, for someone that has that kind of entrepreneurial spirit, you know, where you were already thinking of starting a business and then one kind of lands in your lap and, and now it's reality, right? Of Okay, how to, how to move forward. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, this was in 2013. I looked in, into it and, um, mm -hmm. you know, you basically... I, I believe you were in your basement working from your basement, but you acquired a, this major company working in the crane world, WilkersonCraneRental.com. You guys do all kinds of major projects. Um, wow. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool entrepreneurial story for sure. Yeah. It, it's been a rough path for sure. I mean, it kind of started backwards because of after they say yes, you know, we're giving you this loan. I prepared a huge business plan, which that was something exciting in itself those never had done that before and uh so just going through that process was a lot and then knowing that I had to then come up with my part of the financing which I didn't have because I was I didn't think that the SBA would give me a loan so I was really backtracking and then had to find you know someone who would do more of an unsecured situation and and yeah you'll pay them 15% interest rate you know just just because you have to have somebody who would help you for that first part, you know? So now you over that and yeah, you, you, you acquired the company that had a 40 year reputation too. Um, yes. and you decided mm -hmm. to maintain the name and tell us about that decision and why you decided to do that. Um, actually before the loan even came through, I was researching the Wilkerson name, trying to really figure out how to maintain their clients. If that's what I'm trying to do. And, um, I noticed that the name had never been trademarked, registered in Kansas, Missouri, anywhere. So I just went and got a tax ID number with that name to, just to hold it, just in case. So, um, which ended up being a huge thing because of, I didn't know it at the time, but another competitor had come in and was taking over the rest of the Wilkerson market, the employees, the really they didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what they were doing. But for me to get that name, I don't think that I would be here where I'm at if I didn't have that name. So getting that name was a huge deal. And then trying to keep it the same, but branding it newer. So, you know, it's always the logos at an angle with a circle. So that was a big deal to me to make it bigger and better. And, and so, I mean, it's, literally across our equipment from one corner to the next on pretty much everything you can see because if I um a lot of people had heard we were out of business and so I just wanted everybody to know driving down the street that we were not out of business mm -hmm. we just knew so I really went into everything went into everything stating that that we're continuing business not necessarily a new business and I think that was also helpful um 
able to maintain some of the same employees and we grew so much faster than I ever thought that we would. So bringing people over to work on the equipment that they had already worked on, you know, for years anyways, that experience was able to come with us that I never had to, I didn't have to worry about that part of the business. I just had to worry about growing the backside of the business and learning what to do back here um, because of the people on the front side. Mm-hmm. I'd already known. That's what I find so inspiring is that you've taken the history and the expertise of the crew and their training and all of that specialized skills that goes into that and kind of coupled that with leverage of equipment. And like you said, kind of, you know, having that brand awareness kind of front and center that you're still in the market and still still doing business and, and how you've kind of leveraged that into growth for the future. Very interesting stuff. We're going to continue on that note after the break here on the Grill Nation show. You're listening to 980 AM or on iTunes via podcast. We'll be right back after the break with Diana Holt, CEO and president of Wilkerson Crane and Sayer Parish, vice president of Landmark National Bank. Thanks for joining us today on the Grill Nation show. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. I am Jason Grill, your host. Thanks for joining us again today for another episode. I appreciate everyone reaching out to me throughout the last few months. Uh, We've got some really good feedback on our our recent shows and get some really good guests as well. Uh, Today, again, we are talking about Wilkerson Crane. Their website is wilkersoncranerental.com. Diana Holt is the CEO and president. She is joining us uh, along with uh, uh, Sayard Parrish, who's from Landmark National Bank. Their website is banklandmark.com. She's the vice president there, and she has joined us in the past one other time. Always does a really good job with these awesome guests each and every month. Um, we were talking about your company. Let's and in kind of the the growth and or back of the acquisition. Excuse me. Let's kind of give us like a feed, uh, a kind of an elevator pitch about what you all do. I know you're located in Kansas City, Kansas, but operate across the Midwest. What does Wilkerson Crane Rental specialize in? Um, we specialize in operated crane rental. Um, we started with mainly mobile cranes, and then now we've branched out into tower cranes and track cranes and telescopic everything um we pretty much have lifted everything from trees off houses to you know just last week we there was a train derailment that we were working on uh taking the trains off the track we lift water towers um a big industry that we got into this year is um wind so we do a lot of the wind maintenance and repair um, for the big turbines mm-hmm. that are out there. So that's, that's been pretty new for us within the last year. Um, so that's required a lot bigger equipment than we started with. Yeah. I mean, you got, um, so, so this equipment is just enormous. Like, I mean, what, yeah. I mean, this, you don't even think about this, but these cranes, I'm looking at your website, wilkersoncranerental.com and you have a photo of Arrowhead stadium Yeah, and you did some work there and it's, it's, it's just dwarfs everything. I mean, yeah. I can't even imagine where you, and the storing these cranes and like getting them places to 
it takes a lot it. of space. It takes a lot of <laughs> a lot of space. Um, that's why our new facility will be twenty acres. <laughs> uh, just the trailers that go along with just storing the weights. Um, you know, our five hundred ton mobile crane has about seven loads that go with it, um, and can go up if you're using more boom. Um, it's just it, they're pretty impressive. I don't even understand how they drive them down the street. I've drove them around just the parking lot. And that's good enough for <laughs> for me. So they don't go real fast. And some of those driving out there will take them like three hours to get somewhere that's just an hour and a half away normally. But we do pretty big jobs. We've done the scoreboards at Chief Stadium. We did a bunch of the foul poles for the Royals, which unfortunately they didn't get to use this year because there was no fans. But it was holding all the nets down the baseline. So we definitely have got to do some cool things, held the flag for the Super Bowl parade. You also have done uh, some stuff with the new airport, right? Yes, we're out new there. Terminal, excuse me, I should say new terminal, Casey. Yes, we're out there right now just doing some basic lift-in, precast concrete, things like that um, for the new facility. So we and will be out there more. There's a, there's a lot of training that goes into operating these these cranes. I mean – you yeah. got to have some pretty skilled employees. Uh, I, I read somewhere that it takes almost 4,000 hours to of, of, of safety training. That's, yes. that's amazing. And now that there's there's even more because of everybody is now certified as an operator. And that used to be something that used to just be job specific. And now it's, op, you know, to be an operator specific. So it helps that we're a union company. So they get a lot of training from the hall. And so then when we bring somebody in, we hire them from the training hall, from the operators union, and they'll start out at a lower level, like a oiler, um, and they're in an apprentice stage. So then they do the additional training with our operators that have all the experience. So they get a lot of extra hours and some extra crane practice time and things like that by working with our other operators. And then they slowly can move up and then you get qualified on each piece of equipment. So it's not just once you're an operator, you're an operator. It's um, you can now run this specific 500 ton crane. Now you can run this RT. Now you can run, you know, there's a lot of, a lot that goes into knowing what each person can even do, just tracking that. So when you're dispatching them in the morning, you don't send them out on equipment that they're not qualified at. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Sarah, what what has your relationship been like with Wilkerson and with Diana over the years? I actually got to know Diana about a year ago um, as they were looking at um, building a new headquarters. Um, They've got, as she mentioned, it takes a lot of space to store all of those cranes, and they've got a couple of different locations that they've been working through. working with over the years and um, the shops in one location, equipment's in another location. So there's definitely some travel time there and just made a lot of sense to, to have everybody kind of under, under one roof and, and all together um, in one location. And so um, we've been working together on a really exciting step for the company to, to have a new headquarters in Bonner Springs. So that awesome. project getting off the ground and we're yeah. excited to see it come together so what's that like what tell us about the new headquarters and what that means for your company um the headquarters it's going to be amazing right now there's just a lot of distance a lot of travel um even the process of hiring someone and then not seeing them again and uh but trying to stay in contact with your employees is 
very difficult. Um, and when you're busy at one place, you're not making it to the other place to see them. So having everybody, the office, the shop, all of your equipment all in one spot is going to be huge for us. Um, I think it's going to be a really big step for, for our company. So um, we have 20 acres. We can store all of our own stuff. We'll be storing other people's um, stuff between jobs. We have a lot of jobs that people have air conditioner units and they just come in from other trucks. We store them for a little bit. And so it allows us to do all of this in one location. So um, it's going to be. When are you guys going to be opening that location? I think we're supposed to be in at the, in the first quarter of next year. So just not too long. The metal building is what's starting and it's going up. It should be going up within the next couple of weeks. And that part will go up fast and then it'll slow down a little bit for all the inside stuff. So the shop is going to be really amazing and a lot of equipment in there. So we're going to try and really push our service department at that point too, to grow. Mm-hmm. You guys have been, uh, you getting some good media exposure. I, 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 I'm not a uh, trade pub guy in the crane industry, but I've read some of the articles about, uh, you know, kind of the, the name and your experience and, and kind of the people, 40 plus employees, what you do. And, and uh, one of the things the article talked about was about the slogan, which is on the front of your website at wilkersoncranerental.com, raised right. Tell yeah. us about that. I know there's three different parts of that, but, but tell us about what that means. And it's a very, you know, two words, a simple slogan. What, what does that mean to you and to the company? Um, raised right to me obviously means a couple of things, but it starts with the employees and the family here, um, just trying to make everybody family and having everybody have the good qualities and beliefs and just, I think that it helps a lot with your work ethic. Um, and it's just a big deal to us. It's, it's hard to explain because it's pretty personal on, on just the family side of being raised right to do things. And then obviously when you're a lifting hoisting company, you know, raising things, right. So it's kind of just a play on words there, but um, our operators in general just have to know a lot in order to make these jobs go smoothly. And it's a very dangerous job and what they do and the way, how easy they make things look. It, it, I think you forget that sometimes. So um, just knowing that they're doing their best for everyone makes everybody go home at the end of the night safely. So Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of, it's all encompassing. I mean, because you got, you got, you know, the family aspect, the raised Mm -hmm. right, the safety aspect, like you said, I mean, you guys have had superb ratings from OSHA and EMR and uh, you know, that helps you maintain contracts and customers, but also customers uh, are kind of part of your family and they kind of yeah. success, correct? Correct. So it's all kind of, it all kind of works together. Very interesting. Um, very interesting. And honestly, I got to be honest, I didn't even, I didn't even think of the the raising part of that. That, yeah. was, that was very, uh, easy to pick up and I miss that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a great slogan. So simple, but you know, you, you kind of get it right when you hear it. Yeah, you do. Um, we have about a minute left in our segment, uh, our third segment of the show. Um, we're going to break into uh, some of the future topics, um, you know, where you see this growth going, but I also want to talk about 
you know, kind of what it's like to be a female leader in, in this industry uh, and, and get some advice from you on uh, and what that means and kind of your vision for the future. I will say this in our last minute, your revenue is higher than it ever was before you purchased it, huh, Diana? Yes, it is. So Talk to us briefly about that. I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, well, just from the history of it, there used to be a branch in Oklahoma and Kansas City, and we've actually combined those numbers and are still beating it. And I think some of it has to do with the economy for sure, but definitely the fact of the quality of work and, and safety. So that is something that does get us recognized and gets that travels. So word of mouth travels and you just, we've had some great customers and great projects that go very well for us. And um, that's definitely been helpful for people calling us back. So. Yes, and, and so you guys work in, in all over the Midwest, and mm-hmm. exciting stuff. Hopefully more stuff keeps getting built, because uh, uh, I like to see more cranes in the air. Whenever I see a crane in the air in Kansas City, I get excited. And I like when I see a lot in the kind of the, the core of the city, you know? So yeah. we're going we're gonna to come right back after the break. More Grill Nation here with Diana Holt, CEO and president of Wilkerson Crane. Uh, thank you to BankLandmark.com, Landmark National Bank, for the introduction to Diana Holt. We'll be right back on the Grill Nation show. to the Grill Nation show on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. I am your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today. Hope you're having a great week and enjoying today's show. An awesome show today with CEO and President Diana Holt from Wilkerson Crane and Sayard Parrish from Landmark National Bank. She is the vice president there. They are doing a great job. Uh, Just an awesome show, something I've never really gotten into, but now I'm going to dive deeper into the crane industry here in Kansas City and in the Midwest. But Diana, you guys are a, uh, well, your company is a WBE, DB, WOSB, which I don't know what that one is, but I know what the first two are, which is obviously an advantage for you with, you know, obtaining work uh, and contracts and always being involved in all the different bids that go out. What's it like for you? I I mean, you're a female CEO in in a I would assume this is a male-dominated industry, is it not? Am I just making that assumption myself? No, it is. It's male-dominated, for sure. Tell us about that. Like, you're in an industry that, I don't know, I'm assuming a lot of females would want to break into at some level because of all the different work that's going on across our region. What advice do you have? What have you learned throughout the years of being in this industry? Give us some some good advice on how – what you've learned and, and, and maybe ways people can get into the industry or, or be successful. in. Um, I would say there's definitely so many different parts of business that you can get into in this industry alone. I mean, you can hit one specific side, you have marketing, you have accounting, you have design of, you know, new equipment. Um, mm-hmm. You have the actual, you know, operator, you can become an operator. You can do, there's so many different sites that you can, you can be a part of nowadays. So, um, to get into the industry, it, it's definitely not as hard as I think that it would have been just a few years ago. Um, and I've actually been very surprised. It's been, it's been very accepting. Um, I think a lot of people are pretty skeptical about, 
my, especially with the certifications, a lot of people just assume that you're getting used for your certification. Um, mm-hmm. not necessarily that you do anything to run the business. Um, so that part is, has been a little difficult, but just, you kind of just have to wait and approach your challenges as they come to you. And, and at that point, you know, you can, you kind of prove people wrong or just kind of give them a new understanding of, about what's happening now in the industry. Cause I do believe the construction side of things might be a little bit further behind than some industries in accepting women into the industry. But I definitely have, have had minimal problems compared to what I was thinking that I would have. Um, I've met some great people that have been very supportive. So it's been helpful. It's awesome. What's your vision for this company moving forward? I mean, I'm assuming cranes innovate and I'm assuming you need to have the best technology and the best cranes there are out there. I I mean, that sounds very simple, but you know, this industry is innovative. It is. You have to have great equipment. Um, mm-hmm. what, what, what is your vision for the growth of this company? I know you've already increased revenues uh, and to a level that were higher than when you acquired it. What does the future look like for uh, Wilkerson Crane Rental? Definitely expanding more. We've been into some other states, so it's um, it's even more convenient at some point instead of traveling from here with our equipment is having another location um, into a, in a different state. So that's, that's a possibility I see in, in the next few years. Um, I also like to look at a lot of the new options for hoisting and staying up on, uh, the new, just the kind of the technology that makes, makes everybody's job safer. Um, because when it comes, when it comes down to it, it kind of seems like when technology is moving forward, it's, for the better and it's making the job site safer. So that's something that's a big deal to me and, and just kind of seeing the products that are out there and maybe trying to be the first one to have a lot of these new options. I don't know. I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, but I do know that we're expanding in our service side too. I really want to grow that side. So when you're in a good spot, there's so many different areas to expand in. So I'm trying to kind of draw it in and focus on, focus on a, a couple of them right now. So mm-hmm. what are the other markets you mentioned um, that you guys are expanding into besides the Kansas city region? Um, right now we're working in North Dakota, um, a lot of work in Iowa, Nebraska, Oklahoma. I mean, kind of throughout all of the Midwest, not just the basic Kansas, Missouri. So the, the North Dakota was, was a pretty big, pretty big step for us to get, to go into there. And we just did that this year. Um, is that, just all is the, that wind pro- are they doing wind projects up there? What yes. are they doing? There? Yeah, we're doing wind projects there right now. So, which has been great with this whole, the COVID and everything that kind of was slowing things down for a little bit, that area did not slow down. So it was able to push us into other States and keep everybody working. So that was, it's been very helpful to expand over into some of those States. Yeah, and Sarah, you would probably agree that the crane industry, um, while offices might be changing, how that functions because of COVID and because of how the world has now gotten used to remote work, um, there's <laughs> cranes are needed to build a lot of different things, not just not just office towers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's good. Right. That's Infrastructure, the wind, you know, energy sector. I mean, you there's. It's a piece of pretty much every project that there is. Um, and imagine yeah, behind the scenes, and you don't think of it. 
Yeah, right. And you need a lot of capital to get these cranes. I mean, and when you're talking about investing in the future um, and why you invest in certain tech or certain, uh, you know, cranes or certain uh, technologies, I mean, they can't be cheap, right, Dana? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Every one of them just seems to be getting more and more expensive. So, <laughs> yeah. So. Well, how many, I have a how many, how many cranes or how many, how many of these, these products um, do you guys have at one time? I mean, it, that's interesting to me. Right now I have 20 cranes, four boom trucks, um, nine truck tractors, about 32 trailers. Um, and that's just more of the bigger equipment. We have forklifts and, you know, all the smaller stuff too. And then we're also even renting a lot of them and putting our operators on them just because we can't keep up with with the purchasing of them because it's a big decision when you buy a whole new crane to a market to know if it's, is that a good purchase or is it, are you just buying it for this job? So that is, that's a, that's a big deal when purchasing something that's, you know, a couple million dollars, maybe you don't, you don't know. They range so much in, in mm -hmm. price. And when you don't have a designated job for a few years, it's, it's a big decision and a lot of research that, kind of figures out what else can you use this for? What's it going to go to next? Who's selling this one now? So yeah. um, it, it is, it's a struggle to figure all that out. Well, I hope that Those specialized um, cranes can be kind of a competitive advantage though too, you know? Yes. Right. Yeah. If you well, can, I know a good bank you can go to Diana to get another loan. Um, <laughs> if you need yeah. it. <laughs> I, I, uh, I really, this is interesting stuff. And I, and I, I really appreciate you coming on the show again, WilkersonCraneRental.com. Diana Holt is the president and CEO. Sayard Parrish has also been working with her and has joined us, vice president of Landmark National Bank. They're at BankLandmark.com. All of this information is on Wilkerson's website. Uh, you know, not only do they have, you know, the equipment, they have the, all their projects listed out. They also have all of their services listed out which is very, you know, uh, intricate. And I didn't want to like get too into all the different facets of the crane industry in this show in limited time, but it's all on your website. And, you know, Diana, congrats on all your success. I know you guys have really continued on uh, with, with growing a company and, and not only in Kansas City area, but throughout the Midwest. And uh, whenever I look up at a crane now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be looking for your name. Thank you. We like that. <laughs> I hope you see it on every one of them. <laughs> I will. And I'll be like, I know her. I know that company, Wilkerson Crane. Check it out, uh, WilkersonCraneRental.com. Thank you guys for joining me today on the Grill Nation Show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening today. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. I'm not alone. So don't forget it. It's just a silly face.